Notebooking is becoming a common recommendation in homeschooling circles because it's such an effective tool. It's quite the departure from traditional worksheets. So how do you take advantage of the benefits of notebooking for science? Hi, I'm Paige Hudson, and welcome to Season 6 of the Tips for Homeschool Science Show, where we're breaking down one of the lofty ideals of teaching science into three building blocks you can use in your homeschool. In this episode, I'll share three tips to help you see how to harness the benefits of notebooking. As I've said before, notebooking is a fantastic way to record what your students are learning in science or any other subject you are studying. This technique has been around for literally hundreds of years. Men and women like Da Vinci, Beatrix Potter, Thomas Edison, all took advantage of notebooking. But these days, it's really gaining popularity in the homeschooling movement. And we're starting to see it in the educational scene too. The problem is that as something becomes more and more popular, it gets watered down a bit or altered to make it seem easier. And many times this leads to missing out on the benefits of this given tool. In my years of homeschooling, I've seen three main benefits of notebooking. First, notebooking requires that the student engage with the material rather than merely parroting back facts. Second, notebooking provides freedom for the student to write what they found most interesting or what's new to them. And third, notebooking engages both sides of the brain with written and visual content. So how do we take advantage of these benefits? Well, here are three tips that will help you do just that. Number one, learn about notebooking. So notebooking can be a bit of a nebulous concept. And if you grew up only filling in worksheets, it can be hard to make the transition. The best place to start is to educate yourself about notebooking because to effectively teach it, you need to understand the whys and hows behind it. A quick Google search for notebooking will return thousands of hits. So a few years back, we whittled this down to 12 posts you don't want to miss about notebooking. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. These 12 articles are a great place to start building your knowledge on notebooking. Once you know more, you'll be ready to take advantage of the benefits of notebooking in your homeschool. Number two, don't be afraid to get it wrong. In reality, once you understand a bit about notebooking, there's really no wrong way to do it. The key is to just start creating notebooking pages, ones that have both of the key components, something written and something visual. You can get started by reading some science material to your students or have them read it on their own. If you don't have a science program that schedules this for you, simply choose a nonfiction library book or a spread in a children's science encyclopedia. After you've finished reading, discuss what was read with the students. You can ask the following types of questions as part of your discussion. Leading questions, this type of question is designed to pull out the most important information. And broad questions, this type of question will help you see what material the students have absorbed. So once you're sure that the students understand the material, have them write or dictate to you an age-appropriate narration. This can range from one simple sentence to a paragraph or more. Then top it all off with a related image and voila, you have entered the wonderful world of notebooking. Your kid's notebooking page on the same subject might look different than my kiddos, and that's perfectly fine. Once you let go of the fear of getting it wrong, you'll be ready to take advantage of the benefits of this tool in your homeschool. Number three, let notebooking grow with your students. The beauty of notebooking is that it is a tool that can really grow with your students. Once you understand the basics, you can scale it back or level it up. 
to meet the needs of your student. Preschoolers can use notebooking to visually depict the building blocks they are learning. Elementary students can use notebooking to practice their budding skills. Middle schoolers can use notebooking to begin to organize their thoughts. And high schoolers can use notebooking to communicate their opinions. If you want to see what this looks like, I will link to an article in the show notes about notebooking through the ages. But whatever the ages of your students are, notebooking is a beneficial way to document what they've learned in a way that's meaningful to them. Once you let notebooking grow with your students, you'll be ready to take advantage of the benefits of this tool in your homeschool. Notebooking is a departure from the traditional worksheet, but that deviation is packed with benefits for your student. So have some fun today. Ditch those worksheets and give notebooking a whirl. Learn about notebooking. Don't let fear of getting it wrong keep you from trying notebooking. And once you get started, let notebooking grow with your students. I trust that these tips will help you start reaping the benefits of notebooking in your homeschool. You can find links to more tips and articles to help you learn about notebooking in this episode's show notes. You can find those at elementalscience.com slash blogs with an S slash podcast slash this episode's number, which is 84. Thanks for listening, and I hope you have a great week playing with science. If you are still listening, you need to know about the new Facebook group we've started for the THS podcast listeners. That's you. We discuss the show's topic, add tips, and encourage one another on our journey to teach science. Sound good? Then head on over to facebook.com slash groups slash THS podcast to answer two simple questions about the tips for homeschool science show and join in on the fun. And before you go, I have to let you know that this podcast is free for you to enjoy thanks to the products we offer at Elemental Science. Let us know what you thought about this episode by leaving a rating or a review in iTunes or in the podcasting app you use to listen to the Tips for Homeschool Science show. And if you're looking for more help with homeschool science, Elemental Science has loads of tips, books, and programs to support you as you teach science at home. Visit ElementalScience.com to learn more.